Hello, and welcome to the My Leap of Faith podcast. My name is Gabrielle Genter, and I'm going to take you on my journey of living a life that felt completely inauthentic and unfulfilling, to discovering myself through the help of energy healers, shamanic practices, grounding in nature, plant medicines, and learning to trust my own intuition. This is a journey of being stripped raw to the place of knowing no thing, as it is there we are able to open our hearts to everything and create a new existence on Mother Earth. My hope is to demystify the process of becoming one with your higher self and sharing your light from that place, and I want to bring you along for the ride. Send us farther than our legs can carry us. But Hi guys, welcome back. Today, um, you're probably going to want to get a notepad, and this could be long, I don't know, but I have a lot to share. So, you guys know I took uh, last week off, and I've been diving deep into creating content for the classes that are coming out soon, and in that, it made me kind of pull back from this tuning into others, which is so interesting, this dance of like being a creative individual and bringing out things. But normally I'm tuned into what's happening outside of me to, to know what to speak about in these episodes. So when it came to this week coming up with what am I talking about? Every time like I, I got like an idea or something, it felt like just a wisp of air that was driving like like going by, but I couldn't quite grasp what wanted to actually be birthed through me in this time space. And then I realized, oh, it's because I'm trying to look outside of myself to find what what the collective energy is. Instead, I'm supposed to share what I'm going through right now. So this is going to be um, a health update, but also all of the tools that I've been working with over the last maybe two months. Yeah, about two months. And um, it's, you know, (laughs) I'm going to start by saying I am not a medical professional. Everything that has come into my path has been through intuition, through guidance, through synchronicities, through just me knowing and and deeply trusting the process of this, you know, journey. And, you know, I have gotten a lot of signs that I'm on the right path, but I don't have anyone else that I can credit as bringing all of them to me. So we're trusting my intuition. I'm sharing that intuition and all of the things that have come through this progression of the last two months. So uh, yeah, like two months ago, I shared all of a sudden I started my premenopausal experience and I had been talking to friends about what, how they dealt with it. I've talked to my mom. I've talked. I, I went to my gynecologist, and I, you know, I started gathering information and, and feeling into what was the right avenue for me. And the more that I explored it, I realized that. I mean, this is the 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 feeling that I had behind it. Our ancestors did not have hormones to put into their body to help them get through menopause. And every person that I said that to 
told me, yeah, well, they only live to like 30 or 40. So they didn't experience menopause like we're experiencing it now. And I think there's some truth to that. But I also believe that nature provides for us and there are ways that we can combat, you know, what we feel as discomfort and go through it smoothly and naturally. So that like led me on a deep dive into understanding what herbs and what things were used, you know, like how was this dealt with? And one of the main herbs that was used is called um, co- uh, black cohosh. And so then I, you know, went on this search to find what could I, you know, what carries this. And I found this um, women's hormonal balance tincture on Amazon, which I'm going to link everything I talk about below. This um, is a tincture. It's very sweet. And I just put it under my tongue, uh, a dropper full uh, every day. So that was the first um, thing that came into my life. And I didn't notice a change right away from this tincture. I still was having um, night sweats and not able to sleep. Those were my two main symptoms. Then as I was researching, I found out about something called estrovin. And estrovin is a non, um, it's a drug-free, non-GMO product that this particular one uses, um, uh, oh my God, I'm totally forgetting what, it, what it's called, <laughs> rhubarb. And it, it combats high, hot flashes, night sweats, sleeplessness, low energy, mood swings, and more. I'm telling you, this pill, it's like a little tiny, tiny pill, and it came into my life, and within four days, completely symptom-free. And I'm telling you, like, I have not had any hot flashes or night sweats about, since starting it about four days in. Um, they're inexpensive, they are not chemical-free, it's all natural substances, and it works. So, I don't know if, like I told my mom, like, why aren't you on this? Have you heard of this? Like, and I know that, that some women have a more difficult time with, um, premenopausal than others. But for me, this, these two things, they completely took all the symptoms away. Now, in my, my deep dive, I also, you know, came across and I talked about this in another episode about the etherealization of the blood. One of my sisters brought in this, um, their message about the white blood count and they were called the Gabriels. Well, you know me, (laughs) I'm not going to just leave it there. Like I, I was so thankful for what they brought in about the white blood count, but I also knew like there's medicine here for me. So of course I went much deeper and dived into their, their offerings and their website and came across um, their Ascension, uh, it's called, let me tell you, the uh, Ascension Sacraments for a Cosmic and Earthly Nutritional Diet. I will link the whole, um, it's a free offering, and they are in different octaves. And it goes, you start at 1.1, and you go all the way down. And Basically, each step helps you to start dealing with your body and understanding that we have to take this body with us <laughs> and we have to treat it with kindness and gratitude and cleansing and all of the things. So the first thing in that episode, um, 
I had pulled, I pull cards for every episode that I do. And in that episode, I pulled the card silver and I couldn't understand why at the time, why I was pulling that card. Well, a deeper dive into the Gabriels, I found that one of their, um, one of their sacraments that they recommend for a healthy Ascension diet is colloidal silver. Now, that led me into researching colloidal silver and understanding that um, this is what people used back in the day to, um, silver was used as a natural antibiotic that is was used for centuries to combat bacteria and infectious diseases. So I purchased this bottle, another tincture. I put about a tablespoon under my tongue for about 30 seconds in the morning. This is before I eat. And then I just swallow it. It tastes like water. There's nothing, you know, no taste to it. But um, I hadn't had any immune issues, but this says here it's a daily immune support. And because my white blood count is going down and I still do have to go through the the process of working with the, the, the doctor on that, I wanted to have a natural support for my immune system while I'm, you know, in this process of going down that, that rabbit hole. So, um, I, I mean, I don't get sick often, but I have this as another support in my arsenal right now, which led me to the next biggest thing. And this one is, um, maybe controversial, but I'm going to put it out there. My liver started speaking to me and and asking for support very early on in my ascension. Um, Now, this could be from many things, but a normal diet, the liver is the filter for everything that we put into our mouth and that comes through our nose, basically. So whatever we ingest, our liver is filtering before it hits the system. And that means that our liver is can be taxed at times. And so um, back when I first, I mean, it would have been during COVID, I, I was, you know, drawn to doing celery juice cleanses. And I, I did that every morning for about two and a half years. And in the beginning, and this may be TMI, but this episode is probably going to be a lot of TMI. <laughs> so warning you now. Um, when I started the celery juice cleanse, I was a person that was like um, chronically constipated. I, I mean, like I have had periods where I wouldn't go for a month, like, and that was an extreme case, but it was, I was under a lot of pressure with work and I had walking pneumonia and I was really um, in a bad place. So I had to get a doctor support on that one. But I, this is something that definitely has been chronic in my life. So when I started taking celery juice, I noticed right away that I was having regular bowel movements. And in those bowel movements, I, as I would wipe, I would notice little balls of, of metal. They look like little ball, like tiny, almost like imagine like a BB size, like a, a tiny little ball of metals coming out. And I was like, what is going on? And then I learned that the, the celery juice helps to detoxify and clean out the metals in our liver. So then I was like, oh, well, that's just another side effect of this great thing that now I'm not constipated. And so I I stayed on that journey for, you know, two and a half years. And then almost exactly a year ago, um, I got really sick. And after that sickness, 
And, and I'm going to just say that was the last time I got sick and it was the day after I got married and my whole system, I, I'm sure it was like the stress of having family in town and planning a wedding and all of that stuff, but my system just collapsed. And in that collapse, I came to craving kale <laughs> and like, I'm not just like, you know, like, oh, who doesn't like a salad now and then? No, no, no. For me, it's been every single day, I have to have a huge bowl of kale. And I always usually have a lot of fresh fruit and some walnuts with it. And I, I massage the kale with uh, olive oil and salt and honey. And so it's on the sweeter side, but it was something that my body physically needed every day. And through my like thinking about it, I was like, hmm, I wonder what kale, why is it kale? Like, you know, obviously I, I'm drawn to these natural foods, but what is it about kale? Well, it turns out that kale is also a liver detoxifier. So I was like, oh, well, this just must be the next layer from the celery juice. It's just going deeper with the kale. But then when I found the Gabriel's, um, uh, the Ascension uh, nutritional diet, uh, offering, which again, I will link below. Um, they talked about a liver cleanse and the, they say that the cleansing the liver, which is the main filtration system to eliminate chemicals, pesticides, heavy metals, toxins, and allopathic drugs to purify the body and increase the ascension frequency. And one of the things I read, and it's a, so they they directed me to somebody that his name is Andreas Moritz. And in my research, understanding how he came up with this protocol and all of the things, and it's like almost 200 pages long, which again, they offer for free. So I'm going to link it below and you can go on your own journey. But in reading that, I read that it is also when you cleanse your liver, you are helping yourself with menopause because if your body isn't working to, um, you know, like deal with all the damage and all the things that are in the bile ducts of the liver, it can actually let the process, the natural process of aging move through you much easier, like no inflammation. There's a whole list of them. And, um, for me personally, I was just at this, you know, avenue of talk thinking about menopause. So I was like, hmm, okay. Okay. <laughs> so it's very specific. You need to do it around the full moon or after a full moon. So I, you know, I plan this out and I, part of the plan is you have to do um, a colon cleanse before you do the actual liver cleanse. And the liver cleanse is going to, and the whole thing that it talks about is it's going to help you release gallstones. Now, I mean, I've never had an ultrasound of my gallbladder or, you know, I was like, do we all have gallstones? Guess what? We do. <laughs> and I'm going to go into it. But I, I told Richard, he's like, no, that can't be true. I'm like, well, I'm going to find out because I'm, I'm definitely, this came into my life for a reason and I'm going down the path. So then um, the way that this this works is that we have to do, um, it's like a six day or a week process. So the first six days are not terrible at all. All you have to do is drink a liter of apple juice every day. So the first day I was, it, it's really hard because apple juice is super sweet. And if your normal drink is water, you know, it'll feel hard. 
So I did research and found that like at Whole Foods and we have another um, health food store called Barron's, they carried um, 50% less sugar apple juice so that I went and bought that. So you have to drink a liter of apple juice a day. And what this is doing is the acid acid in it is softening those gallstones to, instead of being hard, they turn into like a putty-like material, which in six days will be able to pass through your, your bile ducts with ease, without pain. So I'm like, okay, I'm on this road. I'm going to, I mean... I, I, everything that comes into us or through us is for us. That's how I, I look at everything in life now. So, you know, the first, the, I think on the fifth day is when I got the colon cleanse and I found a woman that was local. She was a spiritual person. I felt really safe, like, uh, in her website, the way that she talks about, you know, that her gentleness and all of that. And I had had one before when I lived in New York after I did a juice cleanse. So I kind of had an idea of what to expect. But I went and met with her and um, we talked about it. And I told her I was doing the liver cleanse. And she asked like who my teacher was. And I was like, I don't have a teacher. And she's like, "Is is it Andreas Moritz's liver cleanse? And I said, yeah. And she goes, oh, I get a lot of people that are doing that cleanse. And usually we live in San Diego. So she said, usually it's through um, Tony Robbins, who lives in San Diego as well. And he recommends this liver cleanse as well, which I was like, oh, interesting. I mean, I had never heard of it before it came through the Gabriel. So, okay. And um, she tells me like, it, it's a, it's a, t- it's tough, but you know, I, like we'll, we'll get you there. Well, so <laughs> so I do the the colon cleanse, and it it wasn't terrible. Um, it is like weird and uncomfortable if you've never done one before. But if you go into it, especially with a practitioner that is like gentle and very chill, she like we did a like a meditation together before we started. She was very good at helping me relax because that's the whole point. You have to relax your whole your whole system to allow all of the the stuff in your colons to let go. And I let go of everything to the point where I saw the night before I had lentils for dinner and I saw the lentils. So I was like, okay, I know I'm clean. Like <laughs> I know when I last ate and that, and I hadn't eaten before I had the, the cleanse that day. So Um, So I felt like, okay, I feel clean. And already with that process, I felt like lighter and just, um, I don't know, like, I guess I would say simpler. Like, imagine if your body is constantly like pulling, like you've heard of leaky gut, I'm sure. But basically, when you're a constipated person, especially, you have like these, these, um, toxins that are in the in the waste that leak into your gut and for me since I have been had been on the celery cleanse and then the kale I've been regular I haven't been a constipated person anymore but in general you know like I don't know how long (laughs) the stool is staying in there before it leaves probably at least a week because there's so much for it to move through So having all of it removed, it's like a base, like a place to start. So then um, a few days later, I did, I ended up having to extend my apple juice because it landed that my, the sixth day was going to be on a Saturday. And 
I was having guests over and Richard was making pizza and I was like, oh, I, I don't know what to expect. So I'm just going to wait. So I, I delayed it for a few days. Um, so I just continued with the apple juice for a few more days. So come to the day of the cleanse. This is probably like the first days, six days, no problem. Like anybody can drink a liter of apple juice. The day of the cleanse is, is, is challenging, <laughs> but what happened is that you can only have a breakfast of like, um, I had oatmeal, uh, like overnight oats with some chia seeds and some fruit. And then you are allowed a, like a lunch of, of steamed vegetables and rice if you have, if you feel the need to have lunch. Um, but I just had breakfast. And then you just drink water the rest of the day. And then by 6 p.m., you start the cleanse. And the cleanse is <laughs> Epsom salt. And you basically have four jars of filtered water. And you put a tablespoon of Epsom salt into each of them. And you shake them up and you kind of set them aside and you wait until they their turn comes in. So the first thing at 6 p.m. on that day of the cleanse, you have to drink one of those jars of Epsom salt. But they had given, or he had given us a tip here, which was you may want to find a big straw and use a straw to drink it because if you can get the straw to the back of your throat without, so it doesn't go through your, your taste buds, it'll be a lot easier. Okay, so. I, you know, put, I had a Starbucks straw in there and I'm like, you know, drinking it down. It is the worst taste I have ever experienced in my entire life. And I mean, I've had, I would say comparable, but, but much less terrible is ayahuasca. This stuff is like bitter, like really bitter. And just everything in your body wants to heave it right back up. And it's not even that much. Like it's like a three-fourths cup of water. So it's not like you're having to drink like eight ounces or anything. But it is ugh, potent and strong and hard. But I get through it. And then you have to wait. Like you're waiting. And then at 8 p.m. you take another one of those jars of, of Epsom salt and you have to drink that. And the whole point of this process is, again, you have to eliminate everything in your colons before you can move to the actual cleanse. And I'm, I remember I was, I called my cousin on FaceTime and we're talking and I'm telling her about the cleanse and what I'm doing. And I, I, I was feeling like I'm hungry. I can't, you know, <laughs> like it wasn't a great moment, but all of a sudden as we're talking, I'm like, uh, I think I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and I was like, do you want to come with me? She's like, sure. <laughs> This is, so I bring the FaceTime in the bathroom to put it down on the counter. And right away, I knew like, no, no, you don't want to be here for this. She's like, okay, I'll talk to you tomorrow. I'm telling you guys, like this Epsom salt, the two glasses, everything came out because I had had the colon cleanse about four days now before this, that I actually did the cleanse. And they do suggest doing the colon cleanse on the sixth, fifth or sixth day. But because I ended up extending my apple juice time I had eaten for four days so this Epsom salt just ripped through me like nothing and to the point where you only are are excreting water like that and and the Epsom salt makes a lot of water release from your body as well so yeah like it was a lot of water near the end so I know my colon is clean again 
And then at 10 p.m., oh, they do say if you if the Epsom salt you don't have like release, then you have to do a water um, enema, which I had gotten because I was like, well, I don't know what's going to happen. So I better be prepared. Thankfully, I didn't have to go to that direction because this these Epsom salts. Yes, it cleaned out everything. Okay, so at 10 p.m., this is the next step. You have to um, do juice uh, fresh grapefruits um, and you have to get about, again, a three-fourths cup of in a jar and then you add a half of a cup of uh, olive cold-pressed olive oil to the jar of grapefruit juice and then you shake it, shake it, shake it really hard until they're combined and then you have to drink that. And that wasn't terrible. Like I had the straw for that too, just in case it was going to be, but it, it is a, it's a very strange mixture. So it's not enjoyable, but it is tolerable. It is not bad. Okay. So you drink that. And the moment you finish drinking that, you need to lay down. And then they say, try to sleep through the night. Well, I'm still like excreting water because uh, like so much Epsom salt is just moving through me still. And so I'm getting up in the middle of the night and going to the bathroom and I'm like, at this point, I'm like, okay, what the hell am I doing to my body? <laughs> and what if I, what if this doesn't even work? Here's where all of my, you know, concerns start coming in. I'm like, okay, I, I, I kind of cheated and I found like low sugar apple juice. Is that going to change the outcome? Um, did I, you know, where else did I mess up? Because I had extended the apple juice. So I was like, maybe that's not going to make it work. And I'm, I'm talking to myself and thinking like, this is a lot. And I don't even know what the outcome is going to be because what if it doesn't actually work? Well, let me tell you. The next morning, I have to get up and have the, the third glass of Epsom salt at 6 a.m. And I now that I already know what it tastes like, I'm like, ah, I don't want to. And I'm, you know, I'm having a really difficult time with wanting to even go down that road. And I'm, I'm thinking like, can I actually even do this? Am I going to gag it up right away? Like, what's going to happen? So I go down to let the dogs out to go to the bathroom and feed them. And it's like 5.45. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to go back up to bed and come back at 6 o'clock to take this this glass. And it's like sitting there staring at me on the counter. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to do it. So I grab the straw. I shove it to the back of my throat. And I'm just like, <laughs> like trying to get it down as fast as I can. And I like everything in me wants to throw up. And I'm just like. Once it's down, it's not like if you have a burp, you don't taste it. So it's not like it's, but you do have to drink another glass, like a sip of water to get rid of the taste. And I go lay down and I'm like, okay, I can hear like some rumblings. And I'm like, dude, I'm already cleaned out. Like why more Epsom salt? <laughs> and I'm and I'm like, oh, so I, I sleep for a couple more hours. And I then the fourth and final glass of this happens at 8 a.m. And I'm like, oh God. <laughs> so... I take it, I get it down. And then I wait and nothing happens. And the dogs are going crazy because I always take them for a morning walk. And they're like, when are we going for our walk? And I'm looking at them like, you don't understand. I don't even know if I can leave the house. And I'm like, but by nine o'clock, nothing had happened. So I'm like, maybe it's just not going to work for me. You know, like maybe I did something wrong. I don't know. So I get them in the car and we go to, to where we go for our hike. And, and I'm like, you know, like feeling fine, but I'm noticing on the drive there that through the bumps of the car, I'm like, mm. like I'm feeling things moving in my stomach. 
and we get to the field and we start walking and, we, and I'm just like, okay, if maybe then it pops into my head, intuition, <laughs> that nature is going to help me release them. And I realize like, oh, it, I, it wasn't moving because I was like, just like at home waiting for it to happen. But walking actually made it happen. And we get like maybe, I don't know, three quarters of the way where we, how we normally go. And it hit. And I was like, oh, turn around, girls, run. (laughs) And I'm like, we're running back to the car. And all I'm doing is like praying, praying, praying. Please let me make it home. Please let me make it home. Please let me make it home. And I'm not even exaggerating on this, okay? So I get home by 10 a.m. and I'm running to the bathroom. <laughs> and I, and again, because at this point you've not eaten anything. It's just water coming out. But guess what's in there? About, at that one, that time it was about 20 gallstones. And I'm not even exaggerating. And I'm going to put up a picture of what these gallstones look like. They, they're kind of like a pea green color and they are about the size of peas. Some are a little bit smaller, some are bigger, but in general, this is what they look like. And they float. They don't go like your, your stool, you know, sinks. These float so you can clearly see them. And you, you're only letting out water at this point. And I look down and I'm like, oh, it works. And I realize I have gallstones. And that's why everybody has gallstones. So I'm like, okay, so now I know. This is this is why this is the fastest way to clean the body for this ascension process. If you can excrete these these uh these stones. And, and I didn't go in and fish them out and feel them, but in, in the handout that I'm going to share with you guys, it says they're like a putty texture. I didn't feel them go through my bile ducts. Like th- there was no pain at all associated with this other than the uncomfortableness of like, you know, going to the bathroom all the time. But I, so then for the next, like, uh, I don't know, four hours, I had to be near the bathroom and more just kept coming out and coming out and coming out. And then we're allowed to eat starting around 10 a.m. And you start with like a fresh squeezed juice or fruit. And then you can start to add back food in. And I mean, you don't have another bowel movement for a couple days because you don't, you know, the food that you start eating isn't down there. So you will still have water coming out with the gallstones for like the rest of the day. And... I I remember the last one, it was like uh, probably the biggest one. And it was like covered in like a clay, no, not clay, um, like a tan color. And then you could tell it was still green on the inside. And I think those are the ones that are considered the older stones. And here's the thing. Once you start this process, they say that you want to continue to do this liver cleanse every month or so until you don't get any more gallstones. That's the point. You're trying to cleanse the liver of all of the gallstones. And when you cleanse it, like more just move up to the front of the ducts and, um, you know, we'll start, you'll, you'll feel great. And then it will start, you'll start to feel sluggish again because those older stones are starting to move to the front because they want to be released. And let me tell you, I like, it was a, a process, but Right as soon as I saw those stones in the toilet, I was like, oh, I'm doing this again. I'm, I mean, how could you not? I mean, if we all carry these, why would we not clean them? If we know how to do it and we can move these through our body in a like safe, natural way. And then I forgot to mention the woman that did my, um, 
my colon cleanse, she told me that there, if, if I can't tolerate the Epsom salt, they do sell pills that you can buy in for Epsom salt. So you can just take the pill with a glass of water and two glasses in, as I was talking to my cousin before it all started coming out, I was like on, on Amazon searching for these pills and I found them. And I'm, it says you can get them by the next morning by 7am. And I'm contemplating, should I buy them? Because I cannot have two more glasses of this. And we're going through it. And I'm like, but even if they come at 7am, it's going to be too late. I have to take it at 6am. And I ended up just powering through the glasses. But Going forward, I will only be taking those pills. So if you eliminate the terrible taste of Epsom salt, this cleanse is going to clean your system. And I am just grateful that I happened upon this and also know that everything happens in the timing that it's supposed to. So if you haven't yet gotten the intuition that you are to clean your liver, you know, you can start gentle and and definitely read this whole, it's like 200 page PDF of all the things that you can do. But understanding that the whole process and the, and the, the journey is that we need to clean out those gallstones. So <laughs> that's what I've been through this week. And also I want to talk about one other thing, which is water. So I've been getting a lot of signs about water recently. And I mean, like in the last two weeks, mainly that, and again, timing, I don't know timing, you know, it feels like it's happening soon. And and I say that because I want you to know how I feel it. But at the same time, time doesn't exist when you get downloads. So I don't know what that means, if it's even in our lifetime. But I, I also feel like it's something that we should be talking about that the waters are rising, they will rise. And with that, it means that the the current water systems, like whether you're on a city, you know, water pump, or you have a well, or however you get your water. Or let's even talk about bottled water, because right now I drink the Carlsbad alkaline water, and I can get this at my Costco Um, and it's the best water that I can get in my area. So that's what I drink because I can get it. But what I feel is that there is going to come a time that we're not going to be able to get bottled water. And so it's come up through to me through a few different avenues. And, um, I even had a talk with Zanita about it this morning because I'm like, am I going crazy or is this really a thing? So the message that I've been getting is that we need to have a way to filter whatever water we can get. Like almost like, you know, people that go camping and they have like these little pump water filtration things like that, but it, you know, for your family. So I've been doing research and I came across this thing called the Berkey Gravity Fed Water Filtration System. And it comes in different sizes and I'll put a picture here. It's, um, just like a cylinder that you fill from the top and and it filters through these um, different uh, filters to get to clean water. And this is the one that I'm feeling drawn towards. Um, I'm putting this out there because I want to, to have this as a conversation. If you guys have a water filtration system, and the reason I want it to be gravity fed is what if we don't have power? What if we turn on our, you have one that's connected to your tap and it doesn't work. I want to have a way to get clean water 
without technology is what I'm the way that I feel it. So um, I'm not trying to be alarmist, but I do want to have this conversation. So if any of you guys have a water filtration system that is similar to this or that you can recommend searching on Amazon, this one is the best that I've seen. And it's not, I mean, it's not cheap, but it's not super expensive for the, the knowing that you will always be able to get clean water. And this, these filters last um, for up to 6,000 gallons. So at least like I'm feeling like this is the way that I'm, I'm being led. Um, so I talked to, to Zanita and she said, yeah, you need to have a, a filter system at home. You know, in the meantime, we can buy the waters that we can buy. And, and even if you're having um, Mountain Valley water delivered to your house, if the waters rise, that those all of our normal systems of delivery are going to stop. So help me understand <laughs> what your guys' uh, process is going to be for that. And I'm not, again, not trying to be an alarmist, but it feels like this is something that we need to do to start preparing for that day. Um, and I hope that you don't take this as like, she's trying to scare us because I'm definitely not, but I keep feeling it. And then I'll put it to the, like, this thing has been in my cart for about a month and then it keeps coming back up to my, my consciousness. And it's like, ah, do I just pull the trigger? Or do I? So I've started talking about it. I've talked to some someone in the Energy Tribe Circle. I talked to Zanita. And both people, both people got the same hits. So um, I wanted to share that as something to start to bring into your consciousness and just feel into. Um, I hope that this adventure of my liver cleanse is helpful and I hope it's made you curious because as you start tuning into the body, the liver is going to be the first thing that wants to talk and be seen. It, it has to be like the white blood cells were well, the way I feel it is it's working on its own. I don't need to do anything. I did get the, the colloidal silver because I got, I pulled the card and I was like, okay, I'm getting it. I get it. But in this case, the liver cleanse is something that we have to proactively do. And I think that this kind of push for me to talk about this journey is because I want it in your field. You know, play with it, feel with it, and um, enjoy it if you if you do partake. Send us farther than our legs can carry us. But your flight weaves the membranes of our stairs. So we give our voices to the ones who've left us So we give our voices to the ones who cry in silence So we give our voices So we give our voices to the ones whose speeches Running under soil beneath So we give our voices So we give our voices to the ones who've left us So we give our voices to the ones who cry in silence so we give our voices, so we give our voices to the ones whose speeches running under soil beneath Subtle as your flutter beat, long beat, run beat, hum. Inside my 
Hello, and welcome back to the Mystery School Moments. So, guys, I know this was uh, an episode (laughs) and a, a lot of TMI, and you know what? I haven't heard anyone talk about this, so I'm going to just share where I'm at. Um, I pulled a couple cards, well, three cards actually for this episode. And you know, the cards always give us a deeper insight into what this actually was about. So the first card is from the Wild Unknown Alchemy deck, Oracle deck, and it was the card of Ash, which is memory, ancestors, and the past. Ash represents what has come before it. The fire is over now, and its flames took with it all recognizable forms of what was burned. Only memories and the soft gray ashen substance remain. When this card appears, look back and sift through what has occurred. You are in the realm of ancestors, past relationships, and those that have passed to another realm. Be gentle with the process as it is a delicate as it is delicate and sacred. The Ash card asks us to tend to the true nature of endings, grief, and letting go. You may be asked to be present with others experiencing loss, and when in doubt, be like Ash. It is silken, light, and easy to carry by the wind. Soften into the memories and into the tears, and eventually forgiveness follows and the heart travels alight. Um, for me, these this ash represents these stones. I mean, think about it. The stones are accumulation of the densities that we've ingested in our bodies and are carrying around in our systems that keep us sluggish and, and in disease. And it's this time of letting it go and understanding that it's part of the process. And it's like letting the past rest, you know, like acknowledging it because you have not, you have to acknowledge it by going through this process, but you're also saying like, I'm ready to cut ties with it and let it, let it rest, let it go. And then two cards jumped out from the Lemurian Star Child deck. Um, the first one was the Crystal Child, which is your natural core, which is pure, innocent, removing falsehood, seer. You are a clear channel, wonder of life and wait, wonder of life and you, gift for the new earth. Know and enjoy your energies. Clear out other energies. I dance in the beauty of my crystalline energies and clear them of all illusions. I mean, is there, I <laughs> like, maybe this is the last step on the way of becoming completely crystalline. Um, if it makes sense, if it is the filter of our body, of course, we have to clean out the filter before we can fully arise. And this crystal child is like, asking us to take the next step. At at least that's how I feel it. You guys, obviously, again, I'm going to say I'm not a medical professional and there are, you need to read the guidelines and make sure that you're eligible and able to do this cleanse. But I'm telling you the way that I feel now is like this lightness. And I, and, and you, you heard me. I was like, I did something wrong. It's not going to work. I went through all the emotions And at the end, I felt like, oh my God, I'm definitely doing this again. Why? Because I felt clear and clean and like I was a pillar that was not 
being like muck, mucked up with ash, <laughs> basically. And then the third card that jumped out is um, the card of abundance. <sighs> and this one is fullness of source, enough for all, open, river of abundance, non-competition, cooperate, natural state of the universe, manifestation, acceptance, open to receive. I allow the abundance and flow of everything I need to come to me now. I see the divine light in all. This describes to me what happens after the, you know, like I was just saying, this afterglow, you are able to open up everything because you're like, I've, I've talked about shadows being like these anchors, but now in the physical, the gallstones feel like the physical anchors, the things that hold us to our past patterns, our past, like, let's say addictions. And in my case, um, I didn't talk about this in the larger episode. I don't know why I got like the kind of, uh, maybe it was too much and maybe too sensitive, but when I did try to commit suicide. I had taken Tylenol and while I was in the hospital, they told me that I had damaged my liver. They, I knew that. And, and that's why going forward from the time that I was 19, I didn't drink. You know, if I had a drink, it would just be like sangria and, and even that not good for me. But I knew that my liver was already taxed. So when this liver cleanse came into my experience, I knew it was for me because I already had damaged it. I already had taxed it. And by clearing out these stones to me, it's it, it feels like so representative of cleaning out our shadows of our past ancestral lineages. And and think about that too. All the foods that we've eaten, whether they're um, you know, with pesticides and GMOs and all the things, the the junk food, the processed food, all of that, especially through our childhood, is how we were raised. You know, it's how we were brought up and and nurtured. So it's like this final step of letting go of of like I don't know what just came to my mind was like the hostess brand, you know, <laughs> like Twinkies or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? All of the things that we thought as great and delicious think about how toxic those things are to our livers. So this abundance card is saying to us what's on the other side of this is if we accept the ash, we move through the ash, we become clear like the crystal child, and then we have the receiving of abundance on the other side. So um, I hope that you guys are well. And, you know, this is not to be taken lightly. It is a process, but on the other side of it, I am just so grateful that I took the journey. So I would love to hear from you if you go down this journey yourself and just, you know, it, be patient with yourself. It's a process, but on the other end is a lot. I, I, I think I finally extracted about 30 uh, gallstones and in that it really made it like, cause it's physical. You can see it. Like there's no getting away from it. It's like, oh, okay. I'm not as healthy as I could be. And I actually do have ways to start working with my organs and start paying attention to what they're asking of me. So I hope that you guys are well, and I love you very much.